this day, let's pray with the reading from the Holy Gospel according to Saint Luke, in the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Jesus said to the crowds, To what shall I compare the people of this generation? What are they like? They are like children who sit in the marketplace and call to one another. We played the flute for you, but you did not dance. We sang a dirge, but you did not weep. For John the Baptist came neither eating food nor drinking wine, and you said, He is possessed by a demon. The Son of Man came eating and drinking, and you said, Look, he is a glutton and a drunkard, a friend of tax collectors and sinners. But wisdom is vindicated by all her children. The Gospel of the Lord. Psalm 118 says, Your precepts are like songs to me, while I live in exile. And so, the Lord's precepts, God's words, should be like songs for us while we are living in exile. Exile is a symbol that suggests we are not with Him and we, Christians, are waiting for the Lord. He is with us, but we are definitely not with Him yet. Therefore, the words of God are the ones that give us comfort, that are preparing us for arrival at our ultimate home, which is heaven, that moment when we are finally with Him. That's why the words of the people we love sustain us in their absence. Those words keep us waiting and keep our hearts longing for that reunion. We remain alert so we can once again reunite with those we love. May today's words of God be the ones that keep you happy in exile. Similar to when someone leaves his homeland, he remembers everything he lived through memories, photos, songs, especially those songs that are deeply connected to that place. That is how the Word of God should feel for us, how it should be. The Word of God should be the comfort that lightens our days. The words of God must help you to live this day. It is what keeps your heart focused on what is important and what is really of value. Today, I will simply leave you with some questions, so that you can meditate on glimpses of the Gospel and reflect on your own. Jesus speaks about a generation. Who can that generation be compared to? He is referring to a group of people. He is not referring to that generation in a chronological sense. He is referring to the people of that moment, or even to us. Who do you think they look like? Who do we sometimes look like? Perhaps like the perpetual non-conformists. These men were in disagreement with everything. They didn't agree with John the Baptist, who didn't eat or drink, nor did they agree with Jesus, who ate and drank with the publicans. Nothing was good enough for them. Is this attitude familiar to you? That is the attitude of those who want things to be only as they wish, according to their criteria. 
It is the attitude of those men who were expecting a Messiah, but at the end, when he came, they didn't realize it. They didn't want to recognize him because they wanted him to be to their liking. At the end, this is the attitude of those who are not happy with how God is and the way he manifests himself. God is not as we want him to be. God is God, and he became man in Jesus. And that's what should truly matter and satisfy us. The most beautiful thing is that God is God, beyond our ways and our thinking. God is the eternal transcendent, the one who is beyond everything, the one who has become man, a special man, and not the kind of man to our liking. Nonconformity is also manifested in our daily lives, and in thousands of situations, but the best we can do is to think about it in terms of our life of faith, our spiritual life. Obviously, if I'm a complainer and uh, feel disconnected with my everyday life, then for sure I'll have the same nonconformist attitudes with the things of God. That's why today we need to ask ourselves, am I one of those people who is never satisfied with anything, who doesn't accept reality and who doesn't accept the people around me? What's my attitude towards my work, my studies and the environment in which I live? Am I one of those who are constantly complaining? Are you one of those who moan and groan because things are not the way you want them to be? And uh, then, when they are different, you criticize them too? What causes such discontent in you? That happens to us with the things of God, with the things of the Church, and uh, with the things of the world. The great sacrifice and the first step for each of us each day is to accept reality instead of intending to change it. The first big attitude that we should all have is to accept reality, to accept what's presented to us each day and what we must live through. Do you like God the way He is? Do you like that he has manifested himself in such a normal way? Let's meditate on this and pray together. May we have a good day, and may the blessing of our merciful God, the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit descend upon our hearts and remain with us forever. <laughs>